We're here in Los Angeles at the iStunt Studios. Uh, this is brought to you by iStunt.com. Jeremy Dunn, um, fantastic stunt directory. And we are here with Arnold Chan, who is one of the probably the most famous stuntmen I know in Hollywood, man. You've been in so many movies, choreography, uh, directing. So I want to pick your brain a little bit today and talk about uh, not only your role in MMA, because you train MMA fighters that are mm -hmm. in the UFC, but also, uh, you know, maybe give some advice on a lot of the fighters that want to then move into film mm -hmm. as you've helped other fighters do already. Yeah. So go ahead and explain kind of like what you do and, uh, um, and what your experience is. Well, first of all, thanks for having me on this, Mike. No worries, You're brother. You're the man. No worries, brother. Um, and, uh, you know, um, first and foremost, I'm, I'm a martial artist. You know, I've been doing martial arts since I was four under Grandmaster June Rhee. Uh, and Grandmaster June Rhee also trained fighters like Muhammad Ali mm -hmm. and martial artists like Bruce Lee. Right. Um, I mean, his resume is long as far as like kickboxers and martial artists he's trained. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I started under that. And then I got into the movies through um, competing at uh, martial art tournaments and getting recognized through the TV series Mortal Kombat. Right. So I started, you know, through Mortal Kombat. And then after that, I said I was going to move to L.A. So, you know, I moved out to L.A. to pursue my dream and my goal uh, doing martial arts in movies. Right. So once I got to L.A., I, um, you know, uh, started auditioning and getting in the circle of the stunt world. Mm -hmm. And once I got in there, I met this guy uh, his name is ben bray mm -hmm. and a uh, great boxer and uh this other girl named bridget riley and they met me and they're like arnold um you should go check out the wild card boxing gym yeah. and i was like oh wow i've always wanted to get my hands better as far as boxing goes so i was like all right so i went down i met this guy named justin fortune and freddie roach yeah and once i met Freddie Roach and Justin Fortune, man, I just I fell in love with boxing and getting my hands a lot better. So I've been at the Wildcard Boxing Gym since 2000. Nice. And I remember when uh, Manny Pacquiao first yeah. came to the gym, they were like, this guy's really fast, you know, watch yeah. his hands. And I was just stunned when I saw how I thought I, I thought my speed was good. And I looked at him, I was like, what the heck? Yeah. I can't even see this dude's hands. His hands are so quick. Yeah. So, you know, then I went to boxing and got into uh, MMA through, um, you know, started uh, training MMA fighters for speed mm -hmm. and power through Eves Edwards. Right. And um, then Eves Edwards, uh, you know, he had a fight with uh, Joe Daddy Stevenson. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, my friend Lynn Oding, he's a director out here as well. Yeah, he uh he he also went to Texas and you knew him from yeah. Houston. So so to 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 let some of these guys know at home um this is how we all link together. So uh in the beginning when I start, came up in Texas training in MMA, I trained with Eve Edwards and Lynn Oding. Mm -hmm. So Lynn was going the route of fighting. He was going the route of stunt directing or or stunt work. And Eve was, you know, trying to get in UFC. I was trying to get in UFC and we were the three guys in Texas that mm -hmm. were the most active fighters. We were the original kind of like Texas fighters back then, you know, and uh, and then obviously you met up with Len, and then that's how, and then Eve's obviously, so like, and then we connected through that way. Mm -hmm. So just to give people a background of, of kind of how we first connected initially, um, and then now Len, you know, is obviously directing. He just directed Braven, you know, he's, he's mm -hmm. doing some big stuff. You're doing some big stuff. So you guys are having a lot of success, and uh, I think there's a lot of people that want to know, you know, how they can follow your footsteps you know and like kind of mm -hmm. get into this after finding because like people like myself who's already retired you got to do something you know i, I do a little mm -hmm. bit more business but you, you want to do something you know you gotta have something back there yeah well after you know eve didn't do so well with joe lynn and i were like damn we got to get him a, a wrestling coach yeah someone good at wrestling so we <laughs> we looked up all the division one uh all american wrestlers in the nation and we saw this guy uh really jack black dude uh tyron woodley we were like oh wow this guy would be a good wrestling coach for eves yeah. so let's hit him up so we hit up 
hey, Tyrant, uh, have you ever heard of the UFC? And he messages back, yeah, that's, a, you know, the, the guys that fight in the cage, right? And we're like, yeah. Um, would you be interested in uh, training uh, one of the top UFC guys, Eves Edwards? Have you heard of him, Thug Jitsu? And then we showed him a, a yeah. clip. And he was like, yeah, I've seen that guy fight. So then, you know, Tyron came out and started helping Eves Edwards in, in wrestling. This was before Tyron Woodley was even involved in MMA. He was just, you know, uh, the top wrestler out of Mizzou. Right. Uh, he was, you know, wrestling with Ben Askren and Michael Chandler and all those guys at, at you know, at Mizzou. Mm-hmm. So then he started training Eves Edwards. And then uh, after that, uh, you know, I started training Tyron, showing him uh, what I do for speed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I showed him all the drills. And after that, you know, Tyron and I became like brothers, yeah. you know. And then just one thing led and to another. And now he's a champ. Yeah, he's a UFC champion, man. So that's yep. cool. That's a great. I remember telling everybody. A lot everybody, of people don't know this, man. It's like some good inside <laughs> stuff right here. Yeah, I remember telling everybody, hey, this guy's going to be the UFC welterweight world champion. And this was when Tyron was fighting in Strike Force. Yeah, I remember. In the beginner. I remember those days. I, those days. I was there. Yep. I was there as fights. And everyone was laughing at me. He's like, yeah, 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 sure. You know who's the champ is George St. Pierre. You yeah. know, like this guy's going to, you know, beat George or, you know. And I was like, well, he's going to be the UFC world champion one day. I'm telling you guys. Yeah. And then, boom, he, sure enough, boom, he went all the way to the top. Yeah. Then um, I was like, Tyron, you want to work on um, this movie with Gerard Butler called uh, Olympus Has Fallen? Yeah, I was so jealous, man. <laughs> so, so jealous, man, because I wanted to be on that movie, too. Um, it, You know, we, we brought him out, and, man, he freaking did an awesome job. Yeah. You know, he died like three or four times in the movie <laughs> I remember he that. shot you know <laughs> shooting guns yeah. <laughs> you know he loved the you know just being a part of the film you yeah. know he had a great time so then then after that just one thing led to another i said tyron this is what you got to do get headshots make a resume start getting your stuff out there you know because people know you in the mma world but they don't really know you in the film world yeah right so you gotta you gotta just get out there and do your thing you know and i think uh one thing will lead to another and yeah that's exactly what happened you know Mm -hmm. i said look get this do this you know it's same thing with fighting you got to dedicate your heart and soul into the film business you know you have to advertise yourself you know you you gotta you know start meeting people it's marketing just like fighting is that you gotta be as good of a fighter as a marketer like mm-hmm. connor was and that was that, that ultimate mix you know um i, I totally agree with you and and, and before we get in too much into fighting i want to talk about your stunt work and mm-hmm. also i just realized i have my cowboy hat on and everyone's probably wondering why the hell am i wearing a cowboy hat so uh, i went to a party last night and i had to wear a cowboy hat so i figured what the hell i already bought the hat i was gonna wear it on the podcast today so if you guys are wondering, that's, that's the reason why. But anyway, so how many total uh, films have you done stunt work in? Um, Around, I guess. Like including music videos, commercials, and TV Maybe series? Maybe films, like features. Uh, films, features. I know you did the Parts of Caribbean, all, all those big ones and uh, stuff, but you've done a lot. Maybe like close to 200? Yeah, a ton of them, man. And then commercials and then music videos and everything else. So just so, so just so the people at home know that you are a prime, you're you're one of the most experienced stuntmen out here. Period. You know, and so it's it, it's nice to to get an insight from you on on the business. And I went to your uh, seminar over at uh, Unbreakable Gym, and it was fantastic. It was a really good seminar. Um, I was very intrigued, and I think what you said after uh, everybody got done was very inspiring because you were giving people an insight you talked for like 30 minutes man like after the after the seminar i think oh and, yeah and it was just like such great insight on the film industry and and what it takes and how to how to act on set and how to be prepared and people were just eating it up man because it was like such just true knowledge you know and i, and I was like wow man i gotta get you out to thailand and and get you to do a nice seminar out there and and do the same thing yeah i mean i think like uh as far as being successful in any type of business or anything, you really got to be driven by passion. Yeah, of course. Because passion will allow you to do things without any kind of expectation. Absolutely. You know, it'll allow you to do things just out of pure love for yeah. what you do. Yeah. And if you're passionate and you're not lazy and have no ego, 
you're going to go far in whatever you do. Yeah. Because ego uh, prevents you from learning because yeah. you already feel like you know it all. Yeah. So you can't see or you can't hear. Yeah. And then laziness prevents you from building momentum. Right. You know, you need momentum. Like in training camps, you need that momentum of getting strong, yeah. fast, timing. Yeah. You know, um, that that you need those two things. You know, you need to work hard and you need that love for what you're doing. And if you have those two things, ooh, ooh, that thing you'll go far. And you've got and you've got a lot of people into the film industry and they're being successful like Tyron and some of these other guys. Um how many fighters would you say that they're known fighters or whatever that can't make that crossover? And the reason they can't make that mm. crossover is because they're, they're famous and they're celebrity and, and they can't, you know, downsize themselves to, to learn the stunt work and, and have that set appreciation and, and mm -hmm. respect to kind of earn their way in a new genre versus fighting. Because I've seen a lot of fighters that's tried and then they failed. And I assume because I know these certain fighters that their egos probably got in the way a little bit. So mm -hmm. I, I was wondering how many people have you seen that were fighters that, that didn't work out that way you know it worked yeah. or it did work out that way but didn't work out for them well this is what i see and and i believe it or not you know like uh with tyron yeah i've helped tyron and, and i've and i've gotten a manual newton on on a job too but here's the difference between i love them both they're my brothers you know yeah. I'm, i mean they're family i love them for life you know mm -hmm. you know from the womb to the tomb we're you know we're family to the end yeah but with here's the difference between Emmanuel and Tyron. I helped them both become world champion. Yeah. And with Emmanuel, the film business and all that stuff, he doesn't he doesn't put up he doesn't put enough time. Mm -hmm. And he's not as passionate and doesn't want to put the work in. Mm. He feels like um it, it you know, it'll just should sort itself out right. and he doesn't take it as serious as tyrant whereas tyrant is different yeah he takes it serious he's, he's like dude, man. arnold we got to get out there we got to meet people i got to send out my headshot i got to yeah, meet yeah. that coordinator oh man i got to go hustle it's with the you hustle with man just like, yeah. just like everything yeah and and that's the reason why he's working on all those movies yeah you know he's got a show on tmz too now so he, <laughs> yeah man, every time i turn around he's got something new it's like yeah he's, he's meshed so well into hollywood in such a short amount of time you know oh he's killing it yeah. he's gonna get big roles he's he's a very handsome guy he's he's, he's get you know he's, he's he's good at acting yeah and he knows how to memorize all his lines yeah long pages of dialogue i guess from you know um fox and yeah, you know maybe. ufc fight night stuff like that a lot of experience starting out doing that mm-hmm so yeah that, Say again? Oh no! I was gonna say, yeah, there's a lot of other fighters like Uriah Faber too. Like, I was at a party last night with him, and he's getting into production, which is more my what I'm trying to do as well. You know, mm -hmm. and, and that's form a production company, go, go the production route, and, and learn from there. And he just did a film. So there's a lot of fighters that are uh, that are that are kind of branching into this this industry. And then you you got your Uriahs and your uh, Tyron Woodleys, and I know those guys are going to be successful because I see the hustle. I see how hard they work, and, and Uriah is a smart guy, man. He's been he's been smart about his entire career from day one. How he operates his gym, mm. how he treats his fighters, how he manages them, how you know everything. He, he's a super smart guy. So, um, yeah. So I, I guess what advice would you have for fighters that, that want to branch off afterwards, mm -hmm. and and what should they do as far as uh, to try to break it in here? Well, this is what they need to do uh, after. You know, they're kind of done with their fight career. Because uh, you know the fight career is very short-lived. Yeah. <clears throat> um, they got to start, if they want to get into doing stunts, mm -hmm. you know, they got to start uh, meeting the right people. They got to get on stunt registries like iStunt.com. Yeah. You know, there's, you know, my favorite is iStunt.com. That's that's my favorite. Because I, I, I'm on all of them, <laughs> you know, and I just... For me, I just see the intricacy of how I don't know. I just I just see the website and I love it because it's 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 different than all the other ones. And it's not like because I said at the beginning of the show this is brought to you by iStunt.com and it sounds like a sponsor, but iStunt.com isn't a sponsor 
in a way of like a normal sponsor. This, this is a friend of ours who we've known for a long time. So mm-hmm. we know his work ethic. We know what he does. He's done the Call of Duties. He's done mm-hmm. a ton of stunt stuff. And, and his interface for iStunt.com is so unique and so powerful as far mm-hmm. as like getting you the information that you need in 52 languages, fast, easy, and, and right at your fingertips. So uh, it's not like we're just plugging a, a company that, that you know, is paying for anything or doing anything. This is a friend of ours and somebody we believe in. And, and so yep. I, I think that's a great start, you know, going there and uh, signing up and, and getting your information on there, your pictures on there. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's one thing. Like once, it's like, um, you know, learning film fighting and learning how to fight for real are two different things. Right. Yep. Learning how to fight for real, you really hitting somebody in the <laughs> yeah. face. The distancing is a lot closer. Yeah. The timing is a lot different. Uh, when you're doing film fighting, it's fake fighting. Right. So you're not trying to hit somebody for real in the face. Unless you're Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> no, I work with Van Damme. He's got good control. He's got better control now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, he has a bad stigma for that. Well, you know, like sometimes it's not his fault. It's sometimes a stunt people's fault yeah, like because they, they 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 walk in and he hits his mark here and, and you're not supposed to go i had cody garbert on the podcast actually in studio in thailand and he was talking about the incident with uh with uh john claude van damme oh. kicking him in the face oh well, see, but, that well, was just, they, but they were sparring a little bit that wasn't like a movie you know so they were they were having, oh, okay. they were they were kind of training at the same time but yeah no, i don't know go back i'm sorry I yeah. interrupt you go ahead no i think it what it is is you know like just because you know how to fight doesn't mean that you know how to film fight. It's Absolutely. two different animals. Absolutely. But here's the thing. Since you do know how to fight, all your punching is going to look way cleaner. Yeah, naturally. You see what I'm saying? And your slipping and move, your movement will look a lot more real. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So now when you learn how camera works mm-hmm. and you combine those two together... And then you learn how to meet the right people and become a good uh, networker. Right. Because you have to meet people. Yeah, absolutely. Even in the fight game. Yep. You've seen it. Yeah, you got to. You know, you have to be likable. And if you're not likable, you, you won't make it. you got to have luck on your side. you got to have connections. And usually the connections bring the luck, right? Yeah. if you know somebody, then they have these opportunities that come up and you get involved. Whereas if you didn't know them, it never happened. So it's kind of, you got lucky, but it's because you get, you, you know, you know these guys. So... I definitely see what you're saying there. Definitely agree with you. And the film business is very small. The film business is like, it's different than the fight business. Because the fight business, you know, uh, this is what I've seen. In the film business, it's more about the relationship with that person than your skill secondary. Whereas, like, in the fight business, you don't really need to be nice to nobody. As long as you're put in the time and hard work in your fight skills yeah. once that cage door locks yeah. your 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 people person skills don't mean nothing matter, yeah. <laughs> i don't you know it's this is what's going to mean something yeah. you know um and that's the reason why i love both is i love that part of the fight game is that you don't i don't need to try to be nice to somebody and make friendships happen fast yeah you know what i mean um whereas in the film business you have to be a good people person yeah otherwise you know, it's going to be tricky. You know, it's going to be tricky to make it because, like, it's such a small circle. Yeah. You know, everybody knows everybody. And it seems like you got a lot of people here trying to just, like, shove themselves into people's faces. So to get to those people that, that have the connections, that I'll go into a separate note here. Uh, being in fighting helps in that regard because when you come to Hollywood, like myself or Uriah or other fighters, uh, Tyrant especially, and these guys that are getting into film, you get accepted a lot faster here because of your fighting, because you've done something credible that they respect. Mm-hmm. But it seems like there's a lot of these other people that are coming to Hollywood that are always pressuring all these people. And, and so it kind of makes them skittish away from everybody. You know, the, the, the mm-hmm. good people, the connectors, you know, the guys that, that have all the connections, the producers and the, and, and the, the studios and stuff. But um, it seems like there's a lot of respect for fighters, man. Like I've always been treated really good here and like, they have a lot of respect for UFC, a lot of respect for Bellator and all these, mm-hmm. these shows and fighting. And I think it crosses over really well. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it. I've seen, uh, you know, even with the... It's easier for me to get, let's say, Tyron on a show yeah. than one of my other guys. Because, A, he brings value. Yeah, People exactly. know him. They're like, oh, wow, there's the chant. Yeah. That, you know, and... But on, on another note, he's also good with people. You know, like, uh, 
you know, he's very good at like meshing in and, you know, like being very respectful, you know, and he's, he's good with that, yeah. you know, um, that's the thing. That's what's going to help you go far in crossing over from MMA to the film business is you got to be hungry to learn. Look at Jay Haran. Oh my God. That dude is killing it. Yeah. He's yeah, killing. I just saw some stuff with him. Yeah. Dude, he's always busy. I'm like, Jay, I'm in uh, Vegas. Where you at? He's like, oh, dude, I'm in New York working on John Wick 2 or 3 or 4 or 5. Oh, yeah. I'm over here. I'm in L.A. I'm like, dude, what the heck? Yeah. When I go there, you're gone. <laughs> Jay, yeah, Jay Huron was an old school guy, OG fighter. I mean, he fought uh, George St. Pierre, I think, in his very first UFC fight. Yeah. And George St. Pierre's first UFC fight. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, he's been around a long, long time. Yeah, that dude's if I, if I remember correctly. He's working on every and show. And now he's like, now he's living his dream past fighting, which is cool. And he takes his work ethic from MMA into the film business. Right. He's always sending out his stuff, submitting. He's always checking up with his agent. He's always working on his acting. He's always submitting and, and calling people. And, yeah. you know, he's, he's hustling yeah. every single day. Yeah. You know, he, he really has it down to a science. Um, I mean, there's a bunch of other guys. Frank Trigg, you know, I got yeah. I hooked him up with um, this stunt coordinator, Jeff. Uh, am I allowed to say his name? <laughs> Jeff Cadiente. Whatever uh, you want, man. Yeah. <laughs> he's uh, <laughs> sure. he's uh, uh, hired me on, oh, my God, numerous shows when I was first starting out. He gave me my break, like yeah. my chance, you know, on yeah. martial law, VIP, yeah. you know, 24. He was the coordinator on Hawaii Five O. so i said hey frank frank was going out to hawaii i said give my friend a call jeff kiriente he loves mma yeah he's a big fan of uh, ufc bellator he watches them all so he calls him and boom now he's working you know on hawaii Five O and this episode that episode this episode that episode and you know he's he's doing well for himself now you know he's, yeah. he understands the business and it's a fun business it seems like too man like like it, it when I'm here trying to get involved, it seems really fun. You are real involved, and, and you always talk about how fun things are and, and projects oh, yeah. you're working on. Uh, Lynn, the same thing. So, and Uriah now is just like, yeah, super excited about what he's doing. So it's like, it seems like a real fun business for, for fighters to go into afterwards because it's a natural fit if you're a hustler. And like, I always say this, um, I said it recently on, on Instagram, but you know, The Rock, you know, he's always talking about you gotta be the hardest worker in the room, mm-hmm. right? And you do. You got to be the hardest worker in the room. But I think mm-hmm. it's people don't realize it's a risk, right? You have to take that risk because you can be the hardest worker in the room and still not be successful. Yeah. But when you look at somebody who's created a, a success, like a big success, they're always hard workers, mm-hmm. right? So you have to do it. You have to do it and you have to take your chance that you're going to be the hardest worker in the room and you still may not make it or you may not have the luck. Or you may not have the, but that's where it becomes a numbers game. You just keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. And eventually I think that luck comes or mm-hmm. that, that door opens or whatever the case. So it's like going back to the hustling thing. That's what, that's the difference between these guys that are making it and the guys that aren't. I'm sure they've had a lot of setbacks, but they just mm-hmm. keep going. They just keep going. They keep going. And all these guys we talked about have such strong work ethics, you know, and they're fighting and they're training, uh, their mindset, everything. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely it's competitive. Yeah. It's competitive for sure. Cuz there's other there's you know, there's <laughs> it's a, such a small business, you know. There's yeah. people that think in scarcity they don't want other others coming into the business right because they feel like it's gonna saturate the business and take people's work yeah and for me I, I think different i don't know why i just think in abundance you know i feel like there's plenty of work and and then for me at the end of my journey i would rather feel good that i've helped trillions of people out accomplish their dreams and goals yeah then i helped nobody out because right. i wanted to get all the way to the top yeah. and have all this money that yeah. isn't gonna mean anything at yeah. the end of your journey right Absolutely. money and fame it won't mean anything yeah you know at at the end of your walk yeah so sure, I, I mean i like to help people i like to, i always see the goodness in people and um see potential like tyron yeah perfect example when i saw him and i and you know he was at wild card just mm. helping Eves with wrestling and I saw him punch and I was like this guy has potential yeah. he, he can be the world champion yeah. in, in my head I already saw it I can I, I picked I envisioned him already making that walk to becoming the UFC world champion before he was his mind was even in MMA you know I saw yeah. him 
you know, wrestle Antonio McKee for yeah. 30 minutes and nobody took each other down. It was a stalemate for 30 minutes. I was like, oh, this is boring. Yeah. And then I was like, right there, I was thinking, man, this guy's going to be something special. Yeah. And boom. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So I'm going to get into the fighting aspect a little bit more now uh, with your involvement there. Uh, we'll take a quick short break uh, for our sponsor. We'll be right back, uh, so stay tuned. What's up, everybody? I am here in Thailand. This is the first time I've ever been here. Been dying to come here for years. The great Mike Swick. He's one of the big reasons he's been trying to pull me down here. What he built down here, AKA Thailand, is incredible. There's people here from all over the world. You can train mixed martial arts here, jujitsu. They have weightlifting, they have cardio, and obviously they have Muay Thai, boxing, everything. telling you guys I know everybody wants to go to Thailand because Thailand's so cool but you can't come to Thailand without coming to aka Thailand come on all right guys so we're back and uh, we're gonna get into fighting but you had another story you wanted to talk about actually so go ahead and uh, and about a guy I know so. oh yeah 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 um, so I was coordinating this movie um, called the green ghost with Danny Trejo and uh, they wanted uh, a Latino fighter, you know, specifically in MMA. So then I was like, well, I know a guy that knows the current, uh, he was the current champ at that time. So I was like, <laughs> you know, my boy uh, Mike Swick and, and Luke Rockhold, they, they both know Kane Velasquez. Do you guys like Kane? And the producer was like, oh, Kane? Really? Really? <laughs> And I was like, yeah, yeah, they know him well because they train all, they all train together, at AK, AK uh, San Jose. Yep. So, you know, I I hit both you guys up and you guys gave me um, Bob Cook's uh, phone number. So I texted Bob, and then I was like, hey, uh, do you think uh, Kane would be interested in doing this thing? And then Bob texts back, uh, yeah, he's interested. And I was like, okay, cool. He would do a fight scene and with this guy named Marco Zaror. You know, he's yeah. the Latin dragon. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and you know, he came out and, and then, man, Kane was a natural. Yeah. I mean, that dude really understood camera, understood uh, how to stay in character. He really got that. So, you know, man, he crushed that fight scene. It's about to come out soon, by the way. Yeah. But, yeah, he um, he crushed that fight scene. He did. He, he freaking surprised the living heck out of me. Nice. He's like a natural. Yeah. And um, shoot, I would hire him again on. Has any he of said the shows. anything? Has he came back to you about more work or, or acted shit or no? No, not really, huh? No, maybe yeah. it's not in his. He was off doing some other TV show, I think, recently with with, with another guy from AKA Thomas. Um, I don't know the details about it, so he might still be doing some stuff. Oh, okay. but I don't know, like about films or things like that. He was good. I don't know, but that's good to know. Yeah, they, he did such a great job, and we'll see it soon. You said. Yeah, uh, the Green Ghost. The Green Ghost coming out. All yeah, right. Danny Trejo. Nice. <laughs> I mean, we had a few guys on there. I also brought on uh, Uriah Hall. Yeah. He was on there. Uh, brought out Bobby Lashley. Yeah. He did a fight scene with Eves. <laughs> yeah. Eves? Bobby Lashley and Eves. Huh? Eves Edwards. Yep. They little did size a, difference there. I know that dude's a giant he's man. A he's freaking yoked. He should compete in pro bodybuilding. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think he would win everything. Um. But yeah, no, we had a bunch of MMA guys on there, and uh, I think, uh, yeah, they all, they all, everyone did good. I fought uh, Rudy Youngblood and beat down. Oh yeah, the movie Beat Down. That was I was in the final fight scene of that movie, and I fought Rudy Youngblood, who was the uh, he was an Academy Award nominee mm -hmm. for that movie Apocalypto. He was the, the kid that ran through the whole movie Apocalypto, whatever. That's um, right. And that was a big size difference too. But that was my first taste, and it was. Man, I was hooked. Like when I got when I went in there and did the whole choreography and did the whole scene and everything, it was like I was hooked, man. And I, I don't know. If, I think Eves might have been in that movie. We didn't shoot at the same time. Bisping was in there. He was the main one of the main guys. Yep. Um, Rudy Youngblood obviously was a star. And I think Eve was in there. I'm not for sure. Yeah, but we shot we shot it. at different times, and I shot in Austin for just I was only on set for a couple of days, but yeah, yeah, Eves definitely worked on it. Eves works a lot too. Yeah, he does. He does. Uh, He's a busy dude. Yeah, he works on a bunch of shows, and then, you know, that, and also, he's trying to, oh, he's doing a lot more commentating now, too. Yeah. 
So I think, uh, and that helps, you know, it's camera experience. You know what I mean? Like it makes you more natural, I think. And I think that's what helps a lot of fighters transition because they've done so many interviews, so many, uh, on camera appearances, especially like Tyron, you know, being part of, uh, the commentary team and stuff and, and doing, uh, you know, being an analyst that, that, that helps, you know, big time. Yeah, definitely memorizing all his lines. Yeah. He has a lot he's, of dialogue. He's a, and he's a smart guy. I mean, oh yeah, it takes that too. <laughs> and he's 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 very uh, quick too. He's you know he can think fast. Yeah. You know on the spot. But um, yeah, shoot. Let me see. <laughs> what well, go ahead, you know, I want you to plug. Uh, so so you do seminars at Unbreakable Gym. Unbreakable Gym is on Sunset Boulevard here, right behind the Pink Taco, um, mm-hmm. and it is one of the premier gyms. It's the. It, it's ridiculous. It, it, it's the like premier. The, Jay Glazier is one of the owners. Mm-hmm. Um, who, uh, you know who Jay Glazier is. I ain't He's gonna, the you, man. You, talk about who, you all know who he is. Um, but you got Demi Lovato in there, Nick Jonas. You got Wiz Khalifa. You got Stallone. You got The Rock. You got so many people going in there Snoop training. Snoop Dogg. Chris Snoop Pratt. Dog, Chris, yeah, Chris Pratt's been Ursher. there uh, recently. So you got all these stars that come in there because it's ridiculous, man. The cryo chamber, the yeah. trip room. The, I mean, they have every, every bit of high technology that like... I, I look at it and I'm like, God, man, I need this in AK Thailand. You know, like, I need this level of stuff there, you know. Um, and you have a stunt program there. And I came up and watched it. So talk about that and, and how people can, can come to your stunt program and see and get a taste of what stunt life is like and how you actually do choreography, mm-hmm. which once you see it, like from when I went and watched, uh, very different. Like you said, from, from, uh, from fighting, it's very, very different because of the film and you're not hitting as close to people and, and it's not like sparring. Yeah, um, the stunt class, well, film fighting class is, um, you can look it up. It's AC Action Class. Okay. But if you go to the Instagram, it's under AC Action Design. Uh, and basically, yeah, it's a, it's a class built for, designed for beginners yeah. and intermediate level. And what I do in the class is, I break down everything, how to punch for camera, yeah. how to kick for camera, how to take reactions, how to stay in character, choreography, yeah. how to not show any dead moments in the fight, right. uh, knowing proper distancing, knowing you know, what, how to adjust if camera is a little bit profile, how to adjust to make things work. Right. You know, I explain everything, and um, it's a two-hour class. And it's not all the time. It's very random. Yeah. Um, and if you get on the email list, AC Action <laughs> plug it, plug Class, it. AC Action Class at gmail.com. There you go. If you get on the email list, then I send, I send out a blast email and um, I let you know, okay, here's, you know, class and, you know, we're doing it at this time. And I love bringing in like guest stunt coordinators guest directors guest actors you know all that all these guests that i bring in they all work in the business yeah and um this is all they do for a living nice so i like to bring them in just so you know the class gets to meet other people you know besides me you know they can see oh wow okay cool and then also get their insight and their input on the business yeah it was great man when i I saw it was amazing you had a guest that night yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess I don't know who exactly it was, but he was he worked a lot with you on on certain movies or whatever, and mm-hmm. he had a lot of great insight as well. Yeah, um, it might have been Grandmaster James yeah. Lou. I think, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. There's there's um there's so many just awesome people in the uh, stunt and film world, you know. Yeah. And I like to combine both. Yeah. You know, my main thing is I see myself as more of a martial artist yeah it just so happens that i do my martial arts in movies right you know as far as like me doing any kind of crazy driving and cars and high falls those are specialists i'm like look man you guys can get you you own the fighting market man i mean i mean that's my passion that's why you're the best at it and talk about um before we get into the fighting part talk about this new thing you're working on because i know you're pumped about it and you're excited Mm -hmm. about it i want to be involved i Mm want to watch it i want to check it out so so give us a little bit of insight on that uh there's a new um project that i'm executive producing and i'm the co-creator uh it's called 
Interface. And uh, it's basically a sci-fi action Matrix meets Blade Runner meets yeah. Total Recall, you know, meets <laughs> Alter Carbon. It's a it's a cool project. And, um, you know, basically I, I'm, you know, my co-producing partner, Ben Ramsey, you know, he wrote a lot of great movies, you know, the big hit. He uh, directed uh, Blood and Bone with Michael Jai White. Um, and his creativity is like off the hook. Yeah. And his creativity on the story and then my creativity on the action. Oh man, it's like the yin and yang. Boom. And I've seen some of these action sequences and it's just mad crazy. Oh yeah. People are going to be shocked, I think, when they see this. Yeah, we love shooting long one takes. Yeah. No cut. Yeah, that's just, that's, that's honest, man. That's good, you know. And no wires. That's yeah. the thing about our action. There's absolutely no wires. Everything is built off of human mind just mm-hmm. seeing it and just going for it yeah. there's some stuff that we do in the action that people think people when they see it they'll think we did wire work absolutely no wires yeah and then when they see that we did no wires in it they're like oh man these guys are nuts <laughs> yeah a lot of thumps um we got a few mma guys in there you know i brought out uh joey davis you know he fights for bellator and Antonio McKee and yeah, yeah. and Emmanuel Newton and AJ and you know they came out helped out. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So we'll be checking that out and uh, staying up with that. I'll, I'll replug it and have you back on the show in the future when it comes out because mm-hmm. I want people to see this. You can uh, check out our uh, Instagram page oh, yeah. too. Yeah, it's uh, at Interface TV, and uh, yeah. you'll see a lot of little clips here and there. But it's crazy, man. Some crazy scenes you got going on there. We're upping the bar. As yeah. far as action goes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so. definitely. And so uh, b- before we get done here, I want to talk about your, your training aspect as far as fighters and stuff. So who are you currently training right now? I know you were at the UFC Training Center a while back, uh, mm-hmm. a week ago or something. Um, who are you currently training right now? And, and what do you have going on in the fighting realm? In the fighting realm, I'm currently training Uriah Hall. Mm-hmm. And he'll be on the card for UFC 226 at the T-Mobile Center. Yep. And, um, yeah, I was just at the PI, the UFC Performance Institute. Yeah, that crazy. place is insane. Yeah, it's crazy. That's the best, one of the best gyms in America I've ever seen. Yeah. You know, next to AK Thailand. <laughs> AK Thailand <laughs> but that's not in America. In America, so yeah, there you go. So, as long as they don't build one of those in uh, Thailand, I'll be okay. But, man, oh, yeah. man. Yeah, I'm done AK if they Thailand do is like a paradise. I'm done if they build one of those, even, even in Asia. <laughs> but yeah, it, um, so I'm out there helping Uriah with his... Um, you know, uh, speed, power, and the martial art aspect. He said that, you know, he just feels that, you know, being in the sport for a long time, he just felt like he's, he's lost that, that martial art aspect right. of the fight game. Mm-hmm. And that's what made it fun for him. So he, he had me go out there and, you know, help him with, you know, different different type of martial arts, you right. know, and timing on blitzing and, you know stuff like that you know yeah. setting up the 360 round kick and flying knees a bunch of ninja shit you know <laughs> yeah I think that's, that's what's kept uh george st pierre so true for so long is he's never lost that martial art aspect you know what i mean like mm-hmm. that, he's a true martial artist and that's why i think in my opinion the greatest fighter that ever lived you know as far as I mean, he's beaten every man he's ever fought um he just came back and beat Bisping in a division he's never even fought in um, but he was always a true martial artist. Unfortunately, he was the king of my division, which sucks because like, <laughs> when the best fighter in the world is at the top of your division, you know, and he's beat all my teammates and, and, and everyone else, uh, you know, it's tough to be a champion mm-hmm. or, get, or, or get to the top when you got someone like that up there. But he's, he's one that I, I definitely uh, believe never lost touch with that, that martial art aspect of us. He's always doing everything from gymnastics to yoga to mm-hmm. bjj to just pure wrestling to just pure boxing to just i mean he, he really is is a student of the game constantly yeah that guy's a stud man i, yeah. I saw him and tyron do a movie fight <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah i got tyron on the kickboxer too yeah. and uh it was in thailand filmed that in thailand Some yeah they it. yep they yep. filmed filmed a lot in thailand but they did a fight scene together and i was just <laughs> watching i was like oh Ooh, you know, but I was like, man. I'm because not... we can make this fight happen in real life. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love George. And, you know, Freddie trains George. And, you know, I love Freddie. And, yeah. But, man, I'm sorry. I might have to go with 
Yeah. I'm gonna have to go with Tyrant. I think I think I think George is getting older now, and and, and age does does play a factor. I mean, I, I can attest to that. So it does play a factor. But I think in in the prime of his career at that time, mm-hmm. uh, when he was the king, he was the king. I mean, you have the John Joneses now, and and, and these guys that are coming up, Tyron Woodley especially, uh, that are that are taking over and and, and showing unbelievable natural abilities and, and extraordinary unnatural abilities. Um, but in, at the time that George was reigning. He was the king, man. Oh, yeah. There, there, there was man. just no one that could beat him. And, and and when I was trying to get to the top to fight him, it was a, like a Matt Sarah all-out punches and bunches type fight for me if I ever mm. got that fight. Because, like, we all knew we couldn't outpoint that guy. You know what I mean? We, could, we couldn't technically beat a guy that perfect. You know what I mean? So it's like we had to think outside the box at AK. You know, Koscheck fought him. Uh, Fitch fought him. Everybody, everybody fought him, you know, that we trained with. So uh, we were always trying to think outside the box. And, like, he's just, he had an answer to everything, everything, mm. man. He was just, he was just two steps ahead of every single person he fought. Mm. That's like, I see that in Uriah because I feel like, uh, man, something like Uriah has a natural gift of uh, just understanding uh, timing. He has really good with timing, but not only that, He's so freaking fast. Yeah. He cuts distance like like insane. And his natural reflexes. Yeah. You know, he has natural given talent. So I told I told Uriah, look, man, you got natural talent. But that talent has to be backed by hard work. You have to back that by with hard work. If right. you don't, that talent ain't gonna mean nothing. Right. And man, that dude works hard. Yeah. He he puts in the you know, everything. And um he's very creative with his mind. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, when you think you got him, <laughs> no, he's already, like you said, two Couple steps, steps ahead. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that dude is, um, but it's, it's, his power is ex- just extraordinary. And I'm, speed kills, like you said, man. Like mm-hmm. His speed, I'm, it's a big factor, man, because like speed kills, man. When, when you're out there and you're using speed and you're working on speed a lot, it makes a huge difference in the fight. Like I noticed in some of my fights <laughs> when I did a lot of speed work, um, a lot of the times during our fight uh, engagements, in the octagon you know things kind of slow down a little bit when you're in the, the heat of battle mm. and and it's almost sometimes my opponents seemed like they were in slow motion kind of because i was landing on them when mm. i didn't think i could or or, or when i wasn't in sparring because these big gloves on and you know all this mm. kind of stuff like that so it's like i got lucky in my career a lot because of speed i think and, and mm-hmm. uh, so you got a guy with talent you know and, and a ton of other abilities and they have speed as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, man, that's 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 a package right there, you know. Oh man, he's. I'm telling you, uh, Mike, Uriah's a beast. Yeah. I saw him spar Francis Ngano. Oh, and Francis <laughs> just well, like throwing bombs at Uriah, and and Uriah just eating that the dude's shots. A beast, dude. So yeah. I'm like, come on, man. No, I, Uriah. No, and I'm thinking dude. in my head, nobody's gonna hit Uriah harder than Francis. Nah, there's not an I mean, 85 out there that nah. will hit him like that. No, of course not. <laughs> no, that dude is a monster. Yeah, I think uh, his next fight. I don't want to be biased, but I, I feel like uh, Uriah has everything to get his opponent out of there in the first round under a minute. He has everything in the toolbox. Yeah, he can do it, you know. And I think uh, on Uriah's best day when he shows up, oh my god, that dude will—he'll steal the show. Yeah, he'll steal the whole show. Nice. I mean, he has the abilities to do it. That dude jumps so high. It's incredible. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, I think, uh, you know, that's who I'm training now. And um, I have a few shows coming up. And uh, um, I'm uh, very excited for his next fight. And hopefully I'll be able to make it, you know. my Hopefully my film schedule won't conflict with right. when he fights. Because yeah, yeah, I yeah. really want to make that fight. Yeah, for sure. For sure, absolutely, man. And uh, yeah, definitely give out your Instagram too. And uh, anybody that needs some help or, or, or wants some really good advice, man, you're the guy to go to for sure. You know me, I, I try and to And I know help you're everybody. always looking for good talent. So, I mean, if anybody's yeah. out there that's listening to this podcast that, that wants to try to move into this industry and, and, and get into stunt work, I don't know a better person, which is why I have you on the podcast right now. Mm-hmm. My Instagram is at Arnold, A R N O L D, Chon, C H O N at arnold chan there you go and uh follow me on that follow my at ac action design yeah and uh yeah you know shoot i mean look you live once you got to do what you love and uh 
you know, that's it. You just got to do what you love and, and not care what anyone says, thinks. Because all that's not going to matter. Right. You know, just got to go after your dream and uh, put a lot of hard work and you'll get there. Yeah. You know. And so let me ask you a question. I ask a lot of people this. Um, you know, you've done stunt work, choreography, uh, uh, directing. What is your what is your main passion as far as your end game? And I don't mean end game like the very, very mm-hmm. end. But I mean, like, where, where are you going right now? Where, where do you want to be in five years from now? What do you want to be doing that's going to be the, the ultimate for you? Because you've climbed the ladder in the film industry. Mm-hmm. You're obviously going somewhere. Yeah. So where is it that you're going to be in five years from now? Five years from now, I will, I will be producing and creating action movies as a whole franchise and as an IP. Nice. You know, I want to not only just make a feature, I want to make the spin-off television series, I want to make toys, clothing, uh virtual reality video games, um yeah, the novel. A lot of stuff. Yeah, no, I want to make <laughs> that's like good though, man. That's, <clears throat> that's what I got interface. some guys who are just like, I don't know, man. I don't know what I want to do. No, no, that's you, you what got I want to list, do. man. And that's yeah. what it takes. That, that's like some Napoleon Hill stuff, you know, like thinking grow rich it's like you got to write your stuff down man you got to yep. look at it you got to visualize you got to like mm-hmm. you, you can't just you can't just tell yourself i want to have a million dollars when i'm 40 or yeah. i want to i want to do this and, and think about it one time and then you just go on you have to have that stuff visibly Roadmap. yeah you got to be mm-hmm. able to see it every day see that picture of that lamborghini that you want so bad or 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 the set that you want to be on a dream mm-hmm. set with them with the cgi monsters you know, maybe it could be transformers it could be something like uh, rampage something like that um, and I think that's that's a big thing that people need to take into consideration. And again, the, the book Napoleon Hill's Thinking Grow Rich is more about entrepreneurship and, and, and making mm-hmm. money, but it has so many things that's relevant to everything because you know visual, visualization is so important in actually achieving things. You have to have a vision and a path of where you're going. And if you don't have that path or, or you, mm-hmm. you, you get lost on that path, you lose everything you know? and, and then, then you're out. So it's like no, you, you got to be visual. I definitely have a a roadmap, and I know, I know, all the people. I know how to get the awesome story. I know how to get the great actors and put them together. Yeah. And the fighters. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I I've met so many people from all the different training camps. Laborio, you know that dude's the man. I love Laborio, and I've met so many different, you know, MMA guys. You know, I that's my passion is to put awesome action franchises together mm-hmm. but also incorporate real mma fighters in there yeah and real stunt people in there and you know just yeah. have everything intermingle nice yeah that's that's definitely what i'm going to be doing and that's what i'm doing with interface perfect you know bring in dope fighters yeah dope martial artists and good story with good actors and putting it all together awesome well, man, I want to thank you for being on the podcast. If you have anything else you want to you want to plug or, or talk about or be good? Uh, no, man, I'm good, dude. It was great to talk to you, man. Yeah, I think thanks it, for I think having it was, me. I think it's great for all the viewers, not only the fans at home, but also the fighters that, that, that want to get into this uh, industry. You know, it's a, it's a great industry, man. It's very exciting. Um, you know, I, I'm getting into it. You, you're into it all, you know, your whole life. A lot of other fighters are getting into it. So it's, it's uh, I think it's a good... Uh, uh, a good thing to think about yep my 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 key to success okay let's hear it be very hungry be excited you know and uh be humble because yeah, absolutely you know the, the just be easy be easy to work with if you're difficult you ain't gonna work it's just yeah they don't put up with too much on set huh nah they don't care I, i've seen that yeah they don't put up with too much yeah i've seen i've heard stories especially from you and seen some things but they just kick people off sets for, for for any given thing and they don't care who they are yeah wh- how big they are in their mm-hmm. role like sp- especially stuntmen and stuff like that um yeah you're right man they don't they don't put up with much just be humble be nice be respectful and um just uh have a good time and and man you're gonna go far hmm. keep learning i always look at myself as a white belt in every realm even as yeah. a martial artist today i'm still learning so many things yeah. I've been taught by so many great people, you know, Freddie Roach, Grandmaster June yeah, Ree, yeah. you know, Malapet, he's taught me a lot. Yeah. You know, I've been I've been well seasoned. Yeah, you have. 
So. Yeah, you were doing stunt work and not stunt work, but stunt kicks and flips at AKA Thailand when you came out to Thailand that time too. Oh, I remember. <laughs> and we were doing. All, we got into all kinds of crazy stuff out there. So we got to get you back out there, man. And I'm gonna do a stunt uh, seminar. Have you come out and then oh, uh, man, that would be awesome. do a whole class, get a lot of people in there, and and show them that yeah that introduction. Uh, into the stunt world because man it's fascinating i watched your 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 seminar like two months ago whatever it was and i was just like wow man this is cool i mean everybody was just so into it they were having fun Mm -hmm. it looked good and your insight and your teaching ability was what i i really appreciated i mean you really understood how to explain to people what to do and why they have to do it that way Mm -hmm. And, and it made just such perfect sense man i was i was super impressed by that man i would love to come out there dude yeah we'll get you out there for sure for sure for sure, brother. Absolutely, again, because I, I want to get you out there, and uh, and then you got to send me somebody that I can have out there full time, because I want to start a stunt program. That would be time. awesome. Oh man, I was yeah. yeah. That would that would be awesome. So be looking for that in the future, guys. We're gonna get a stunt program somehow, and he's gonna be in charge of helping out with that. And uh, so then we come to AK Thailand. You can also not only train in martial arts, you can also train in uh, martial arts for film, which is. Mm-hmm. obviously what a lot of fighters want to do especially in the middle of their careers or if they're thinking about getting out of fighting which we get a lot of the mixtures you know mm-hmm. think of the older guys the younger guys um so i think it'd go over really well to be honest we'll shoot a big action movie out there in yeah yeah we're, and that's another thing we're stepping up our production you, you know a lot of the stuff i got this trip right now mm-hmm. and we're gonna start doing a lot of big production out there right now so we're gonna start doing some stuff and man if you come up with some some stuff that you want to do um we'll get out there and shoot it man because uh it's a great backdrop that would be awesome backdrop yeah oh yeah i i definitely want to you know i talked to my co-producing partner uh ben and i know he was saying yeah thailand that there's so many awesome places we can shoot there for like kind of sci-fi ish yeah so just jungly it's like Mm -hmm. it's rough it's raw it's edgy Mm -hmm. it's it's nice man you can get some really nice shots out there and there's a lot and it's it's proven itself because there's a lot of films being done there Oh yeah, a lot of films are being done there, man. I was there on set with uh, Statham and and uh, mm-hmm. Jessica Alba for uh, Mechanic Resurrection too, or whatever it was, and mm-hmm. they were doing on Yaya Island, right off the coast of Phuket. Mm. And then Kickboxer was there. Um, so it seems like there's getting a lot more movies being done out there, and, and it's because of that terrain and so beautiful, and it, it's just such a fascinating place. So yeah, man, that's. I'm so we're getting you out there. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm so down. So thanks for being on the show, man, and I appreciate you taking time out for doing this and. Uh, We'll get this thing posted up, and uh, hopefully, uh, we can inspire some people to to come into the film industry and, and live out their yeah. dreams, like you know we all wanted to do, yep. I, or at least what I wanted to do when I got into fighting. You know, eventually move into film. So, uh, hopefully, we can uh, accomplish something with this. And uh, definitely, perfect. All right, yep. thanks, brother. One more time. Awesome. Boom. Boom. Boom.